0: Today on The Big Inside, we're having a brain fart. In fact, we're giving you a brain fart, or maybe two. But, you know, on the upside, you'll get a hot dog, so it'll be worth it. Anyway, that workout for your ears begins right now. Here we go. It's another Monday night somewhere. Wait, wait, that doesn't make any, that doesn't make any sense. It, uh, well. I, I guess it's time once again for the big inside. Broadcasting from the world famous Public Alley 701 in the open-faced sandwich-like city of Boston, Massachusetts—that's a mouthful. I'm Christian Mayde, A.K.A. XN, and this is the Big Inside, an ongoing discussion that intersects and connects what transforms the body with what transforms the world, and then turns them both inside out. We're all about the conversation, not the education, but with our luck, you'll probably end up learning something along the way. My voice—can you hear this? My voice is a little harsh. You noticing this, Scott? I'm—I'm. I'm, yeah. Your little horse. Yeah, I was doing some entertaining this weekend, and I strained my nodes. Oh, the bodybuilding competition? No, no, that's coming. That what a segue! We're like so in sync. This is phenomenal. Oh, we- I was excited. I want to know how that went. Yeah, I, uh, um, I, I, because my nodes are bad, I, I screamed into <laughs> the mic, and I think I blew out the level. So I got to apologize to the listeners. Um, yeah, no, this is on April fifteenth. It's your chance to see me do my shtick live. It's the Pine Tree State Championships in Westbrook, Maine. It's on April 15th. You can go to the Pine Tree State Isn't that easy to remember? The name is the is the URL. It's a good competition. I've done it for a few years. Um, and you know, they for whatever reason they give me a mic and I just make a whole giant mess of it. No, it's actually not like that. Um, it's pretty good. Um also, there's another announcement. I wanted to ask you listeners, you right now listening, if my voice is in your ears, I need you to click and then clickety-click, whatever clicks it takes, to share this episode or any episode on social media, the Facebooks, the tweets, whichever, you know, you could tumble this if you so chose. Share it with a friend, share it with a stranger, share it with an enemy. I don't care. Um, What it is is, you know, we're independent. And whenever you share, you're actually helping us grow. I mean, obviously, we we need, you know, funds and all that. But believe it or not, just increasing our listenership is the best way to do it. And because we're independent, you guys have always been the vehicle that's helped us get around. So, you know, you can share, you know, from the big inside or we're on Google Play, we're on iTunes, we're on Stitcher, all those good podcasts. Well, oh, but we're not on Spotify. Those bastards. I'm calling you out. Sp- so, you know Spotify this? So, you know Spotify, Scott, right? They- yeah. They don't allow little guy podcasts unless I'm like NBC. I'm not allowed on Spotify. They mm. they're up, for, so I'm just now. I'm so down on Spotify. I canceled my membership. Literally, I'm like, f this. You know, you're not giving me nothing. So I, I know it's it's a cool service, but I can't I can't with the Spotify. But everywhere else, you can find us. Please share. Share to your friends um, off of any of the platforms that were out there. That's going to help us grow. It's going to keep us on the air. Scott, shall we dig into the big deal? I want to do this. Should I just play the damn big deal? Yeah, yeah, go for it. It's a good one. It's a good one. All right. So, today on the big deal, we captured a brain fart (laughs) in a jar. No, we did. We captured several brain farts. What am I talking about? All right. It, It has to do with hot dogs. Let me just stop there. Let's have a listen. Here's this week's big deal. It's a pretty simple question. Really, it's, it's not that hard. So, here it is. Is a hot dog a sandwich? That's right. Think about that for a second. Is a hot dog a sandwich? Is a hot dog a sandwich? That's Corey Kurzanek, one of the first people we asked. Hi, my name is
1: Corey. I've been lifting slash working out for about 10 years now. And I'm a natural bodybuilder and also shaman. So is a
0: hot dog a sandwich?
1: Yes. A hot dog is a sandwich because it is between two buns. But... But... <laughs> For those people who think that it's not a sandwich because it's not two different pieces of bread, you could just break the bun and then there's two pieces of bread. But you have to break the bun. That's okay. It's still... I mean, you could you could have one piece of bread and break the bread in half and then put shit between
2: there. It'll be a sandwich. Is a hot dog a sandwich?
0: Now, this is Eric.
2: Hi, I'm Eric Dawson. I'm a professional strongman. And I- owner and operator of Titan Barbell in Medford, Massachusetts? No, definitely not. That's my short answer, but the more detailed answer would be uh, it's not a sandwich because I guess the classification of a sandwich in the traditional sense is it's um, meat or something else between two slices of bread traditionally. Um, the reason why hot dog is not, in my mind, is because a bun, which isn't even cut all the way through, it's just one piece of of, of bread or bun, if you will, is only cut <clears throat> part of the way through. So it's not even two pieces.
0: This is just the human mind from time to time, having the inability to categorize something simple. It's like when you say a word too many times, even a simple word like oyster or fragrance, oyster, 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 oyster. It begins to sound weird in your mind after a while. Oyster? There's probably a term for this dissonance of the mind, something smart and scientific, something from psychology, something that sounds, you know, weird the more you repeat it. But whatever this is called, this weird hitch of the mind, we all know it more by its common term. This is a brain fart.
3: Hi, my name is Justin Senesac. I work as a dryer operator at a baby food plant and I pretend to be a strongman in my spare time. I would say that that's definitely a sandwich, yes. It's an oddball shape, but it still still counts. You got meat, you got uh, meat in the middle, you got bread. Yeah, that counts. That that qualifies, it's just not round or square.
0: This sort of phenomenon, these sorts of questions, they happen usually when we get really, really familiar with something that should otherwise be simple. Which is why bodybuilders and strength competitors kind of come across these questions a lot. Because what they do, they do a lot of, they do it big, and what they do has a lot to do with food. And a lot of food can, you know, make us fart, so why wouldn't a lot of thoughts about food make our brains fart? So obviously, these kinds of weird questions might come up a little more frequently for them than for the rest of us. Is
4: a hot dog a sandwich? Technically, it is a sandwich. It's a piece of meat between um, it's a piece of meat between um, piece of bread. So I consider it a sandwich.
0: Oh, by the way, that's Christine.
4: My name is Christine Galvin. I'm a nutrition coach and a personal trainer, and I'm also a um, strongman competitor in the women's lightweight category.
0: Now, someone who works with nutrition on a daily basis—that's pretty convincing. But how a sandwich is built is also kind of an engineering problem. So, what would an engineer say?
2: My name is Mike Lawrence. I'm a biomechanist. I work at the University of New England running their motion analysis lab. I'm also a competitive powerlifter. I've got a pro, uh, pro card for that and I own a gym called Northeast Ironworks. Is a hot dog a sandwich? No.
0: Yeah, he was pretty cut and
2: dried. Because I don't want it to be a sandwich.
0: Now, this hot dog question, it really is the perfect brain fart question. And like any fart, well, any good fart, any fart worth mentioning after the fact, its epic nature relies a lot on, well, um, on what goes in in order to make that fart come out. That's the kind of question is a hot dog a sandwich is like for a lot of people. It's your brain eating beans. The brain farts are imminent, and the brain chews on this one so much that it actually even produced other brain fart questions that were offshoots of the original like here's cory again you can have an open face sandwich that's a pizza <laughs> a tech
1: i mean people fold pizza pizza sandwich so it does bites. A, is it's a folded bites, is a folded, folded pizza like tostados. so postitos. it's a pizza roll
0: now we're pretty sure he meant Totino's pizza roll because you know Tostitos are a chip. But hey, we were in the middle of a thousand brain farts. We can kind of cut him some slack on that.
1: A roll's <laughs> something you use to make a sandwich, right? Is, right? A, folded voice
0: pi- pi- is a folded pizza a sandwich? Yeah. Oh yeah. <laughs> I'm not even gonna. Not even gonna explain it. <laughs> you should know that.
3: If you fold a pizza in half, does it become a sandwich?
0: Here's Justin again.
3: Uh yeah, we'll admit that to the club. Sure, that's still a sandwich. I adore. I love. I
2: love messing with with this stuff. Sure, but
0: Mike didn't agree. No,
2: I think that's a calzone. <laughs> if I fold a piece of pizza in half, does it become a sandwich? <sighs> Eric had to think about this one. I'd say. I'd say no. I'd say no. <laughs> um. Because, because by that same, by that same account um if you take anything and just change the shape does it does it make it something else new no uh it's still the same ingredient still the same thing i know what i know what you're saying but again i i I would i guess it would go back to that the idea of the hot dog right like so it's not two pieces of bread it's still the same same continuous pizza uh piece of pizza it's just folded over right
0: it's like a rebus Um, puzzle of food got
2: it yeah exactly it's just a redistribution of the same thing. It's not something new. We are
0: I love how we've gotten existential.
2: Oh yeah, you have to you have to with this stuff.
0: And Christine kind of agreed with his bread shape theory.
4: If you fold a piece of pizza in half does it become a sandwich? No. Because it actually started out as a piece of dough. And the toppings were placed on it, and then it was cooked. It did not start (laughs) off as two individual pieces of bread. So I would not call a pizza folded in half a sandwich.
0: And you're a nutritionist, so you know this stuff.
4: (laughs) Yeah, I'm obviously a food expert.
0: (laughs) Brilliant. (laughs) Now, truth be told, Christine and Eric aren't always copacetic on these kind of topics. In fact, it was due to Eric and Christine disagreeing on the hot dog question that brought this up at all.
4: <laughs> so we were at the gym um, on Friday afternoon, and we somehow got on the topic of a hamburger.
2: We just came up randomly in the gym one day.
4: We somehow got on the topic of a hamburger.
2: We do pretty much talk about food almost on a daily
4: basis. And I said, well, technically a hamburger is a sandwich. And Eric started mocking me and basically said that um, there was absolutely no way that it was a sandwich. So I looked up the definition online (laughs) just to prove that it is, in the most literal sense, a sandwich. Not saying I would go to the store, like go to a restaurant and order a hamburger sandwich. I'm just saying that in the most literal sense, a hamburger is actually a sandwich.
0: This gym they're talking about? where Eric and Christine both work out. It's called Titan Fitness. And in fact, Eric owns it. It's the kind of place where really strong people work out. And often really big strong people. The kinds of people who consume staggering numbers of calories every day. The kind of people who are generally prone to falling into discussions about food. Imagine a garage. imagine that it's one of those standalone kinds, like a little house of its own, seated in back of a larger house. Same shingles, same windows, same color. It's like the main house had a baby and that baby house grew up to be the garage. Now imagine the floors are covered with rubber and the walls are insulated and the whole place is converted to be, well, livable. Now imagine the space is a gym. Not just any gym. Imagine heavy weights, really heavy weights, tall metal racks and literally thousands of pounds of weight plates. And imagine equipment that most common gym goers never see, strongman equipment. Huge metal logs that look like gigantic steel toilet paper rolls, yet weigh hundreds of pounds when loaded to be lifted overhead and massive cement spheres weighing a couple hundred pounds or more to be hoisted onto the belly and then up onto sturdy platforms. Oversized dumbbells like you see in oldie timey circus pictures. This is a strong man's weight training facility, tucked away in a converted garage behind a house in Medford, Massachusetts, where Eric Dawson lives. So that should pretty much tell you how committed he is to this work. And when you're that invested in something, and you keep thinking about it, you're going to come across, well, some brain farts. Kind of like the brain fart that we came across almost a decade ago after an interview here on The Big Inside, back when the show was still on Boston Local Sports Radio. It was one of those brain fart questions that popped up for us and has stuck around for a long time.
1: Is peanut butter a condiment-like butter, or a food like a peanut?
0: Alright, is peanut butter a condiment like butter
2: or a food like a peanut? Is peanut butter a condiment like butter, or is it a food like peanut?
3: Is peanut butter a condiment like… or… Sorry, can you repeat it?
2: Yeah! No, it's…
0: It's tricky. Is is peanut butter a condiment, like butter, or a food like a peanut?
2: I'm pretty sure peanut butter should be a whole food group by itself.
0: Okay, so you're not dealing with the condiment people, is what you're saying? No,
2: no, no. They're they're silly.
0: <laughs> I'm a condiment. I believe it's a condiment, man. You're not eating
2: enough of it. <laughs> I'd say, I, honestly, it's both. Why did we have to choose between one or the other? Uh, that's they're what bral- makes peanut butter grape. No, I think I think I think it can be both. There are things that, that can be multiple things. Um,
0: so this is like this is like the cat in the box. This is like a, the quantum physics of food, is what you're saying?
2: Yeah, for sure.
0: <laughs>
2: this is interesting. Um, I would say it's it's still probably if I if you're forced me to choose one or the other, I'm gonna say a condiment. Yes. More than a food. Because, yes. <laughs> because uh, because the vast majority of time people eat it, I'd say in the world people eat it as a condiment. They don't eat it just with a spoon out of a jar.
0: So it's like the social a pressure defines it. Got it.
2: Yeah, I don't even know if it's that. I think it's just a matter of it just goes better with other things, right? Oh, I so agree, uh, and I understand. Like, I know understand like in the weightlifting uh, community and culture. Like, it's you know that's the the hip thing is people will say they have a peanut butter addiction, right? And they have a, a jar of it with a spoon, and that's all they eat, and blah blah blah. But I, you know, I like peanut butter just as much as anybody else. But I'm going to enjoy it on something else with something else. I'm with typically you. not eating it solo. <laughs>
4: Is peanut butter a condiment or a food? That's a really hard question. <laughs> I don't like this one. <laughs> I mean, given how like how much of an essential part of so many people's diets it is, I would hate to consider it a condiment. I hear you. But... but it's a spread and you put it on things, but you you do spoon it out and eat it by itself, right? And you would never do that with a normal condiment.
0: Like you wouldn't have a spoonful of mayo.
4: I mean, I personally wouldn't. I'm not saying that like there aren't people that do, but I personally wouldn't.
1: <laughs> well, I mean, peanut butter was made from crushing peanuts essentially down to, you know, very fine. and The oils coming out, released from the peanuts when they're cracked, which creates <laughs> the So peanut butter. You're taking the butter.
0: scientific approach? How do you use the damn thing? Is it a condiment or is it a food?
1: I mean, I use it for both things. I'll just dip a spoon in there and just get after it. Or I'll throw it on some some bread. You know, maybe I'll throw it in my hot dog. You know? <laughs>
3: okay. Is peanut butter a condiment like butter or food? It's a way of life. That's so it's
0: You're talking to a guy who's food goes through...
3: transcendence. Exactly. You're talking about a guy who went through a pound and a half of peanut butter in about a week. So yeah, it's it's definitely food. <laughs> And more. It's, it's food. It's religion. It's uh, sex toy. It's everything. Oh, I
0: knew you were going. Oh, you're killing me. You're killing me. <laughs> killing me. Why <laughs> is this supposed no, to be? No, no, not at all. No, trust me. No, 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 no. I'm, no. Just, I'm, I'm joking. <laughs> That's perfect. That's actually okay. It. Good. Getting really into something you love to do is normal. Usually, we admire it. It's considered a virtue to find passion, and, you know, it probably is a virtue. But with that passion comes a small price. Not necessarily a huge price, in fact, it's probably not even an issue for most of us. But with passion comes a bit of, let's call it, cognitive gas. With passion comes a higher likelihood of brain farts. That's what's going on for a lot of strength and bodybuilding athletes. See, these folks are passionate about their gym craft, and that makes them curious, insightful, and, of course, hungry. And when all those things conspire, what you have is some amazingly bewildering questions that
2: come up. What's funny is somebody who's new to the gym is like, you guys always talk about food, and I always bring up the fact that like, it's pretty much the one thing like almost every human on Earth has in common right like you know maybe not in every single aspect of food but it's something that obviously everybody deals with whether people are talking about what types of food they enjoy whether it's uh, a struggle for people to get access to food it's still something that that um, unites all people so I think it's a it's always a interesting topic to go to it's something that everybody has an opinion on so
0: is peanut butter a condiment like butter Or is it a food like a peanut? And if I folded my pizza, does that make it become a sandwich? We'll probably never get everyone to agree on these kinds of curiosities, but it probably doesn't matter anyway. Because, like farts often are, brain farts can be funny. And that's probably why we like them. So maybe not having an answer to all these things is way better than if we could actually figure it all out. Let's stay curious. Let's keep on wondering. Let's keep on brain farting about whether a hot dog is truly a sandwich. And that's it. So, Scott, (laughs) when you first... First off, do you remember the peanut butter question? Like, you've been around long enough. That's a question we've been musing for 10 years now. Yeah, I remember this question. Because we're you're on the condiment side, aren't you? You're, like, on the condiment side of the equation.
3: Yeah, I feel like it completes some sort of... Um, circle of life. From, it could, yeah, exactly. A circle of life. <laughs> uh. Without peanut butter, where, where could I be in this planet?
0: This is a oh. substantive show. We have really no, but like, but the thing is, is like the, you know, the, the answers that were given, particularly Eric's and, you know, the, people really think about it. They really like backwards engineer the whole thing, you know? Mm-hmm. And I mean, Eric's point that, um, you know, that food binds us all together. So we're all going to talk about it. But what's weird is that the anomaly food stuff, like, you know, folding a pizza, <laughs> it's like, it's weird because I never thought of that. I'm 45. I never thought about folding a pizza in half. And what? And Are you it a, serious? No, I mean, no, I've, yes, I've folded a pizza a piece of it, but I've never thought of it as like, oh, now I have a sandwich. But what's weird is that every once in a while I'll take a piece of bread. And I'll wow. just put the stuff on the bread and I'll fold the bread in half. What makes mm. that a sandwich and my pizza, not a sandwich? I mean, I don't, mm. I I don't agree. I don't think the folded pizza is a sandwich, but it, you get so metaphysical. You start questioning the very fabric of time and space with these these questions. Because <laughs> like, it's like, I know what it is for my reality, but wait, I know there must be humans who are living in alternate reality with, you know, peanut butter or something. Um, right. The, uh, are you It's just like you guys are you were uh, what about on the because um, you got to have you answer on the air on the uh, the first question, the um, hot dog. Is it a sandwich for you?
3: It isn't. Um, <laughs> it doesn't have it doesn't have the sandwich feel. I don't know. It doesn't. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's the not, whole
0: the whole idea of like it's meat between bread. I'm like, no, that's not that doesn't qualify because I know it's between portions of the bread. And how Corey was saying, well, rip it in half. Well, if I have to do the extra step, it's not a sandwich. It's just a, it should yeah, be – definitely not. Yeah, it should be born into the world as such. <laughs> right. This is – do you think – do you agree with the predicate of the big deal? Like, cause I think that um, – I have no data on this, but I think that athletes, particularly strength athletes and bodybuilders, because of the weird relationship, the high-intensity relationship with food – We got more of these, these little weird snafus of food.
3: Yeah, I agree. Um, It's because I know whenever I was doing the bodybuilding dieting or the food eating, like having that special like meal was so important and you really had to pick it, you know? And you begin thinking, overthinking it every little, yeah. But a lot of times, like, for me, it's like my intuition will, like, kind of see the food, taste it, and I'm like, oh, I, I want that. Like, I need yeah. this sandwich or I want that, you know, whatever, the pizza, whatever it might be. So,
0: yeah, I Do you get fetishy? Because I'm totally fetish. And this is totally off the topic. But do you get, like, fed, do you be like, like, okay, there was one 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 year I – I'm always picking up food fetishes, right? Like, I mm-hmm. will <laughs> – Foodfetishes.com. Like, totally. I'll suddenly be like, Lemons. <laughs> I want lemons and I'll eat lemons for three months. One year, it was, it right. was horrible because it was spiced jelly beans. What the hell? Ooh. Yeah, it was this oh. red? I went like a year hoarding spiced jelly Now I have no interest in them. That's how I am. I'll be like, I'll get on something and it'll be like the thing of the world. And then it's like, mm-hmm. yeah, who knows? That, that's not a brain fart, but it's
3: a thing. Um yeah, that, that, yeah, you could turn this superficial conversation into a
0: very deep conversation. <laughs> that's the point of that was the point it's like of today's two show. seconds exactly and two seconds. <laughs> well, that's the thing is that the minute, and I think Eric got to this, is that the minute we begin, like whether it's me fetishizing food or you with your special meal or these like brain fart questions, the minute you start talking about why we do things with food, you like unhinge the deep psychology of that human being. And not that you want to do it. But there's yeah. no way to start talking about food without unhinging some cultural reference or some like yeah.
2: Oh, weird... There's so much
0: to it. Cause you used to have a bowl. Weren't you a bowl guy for a
3: while? You know what? I I still am. Uh, but <laughs> no, I I loved it. I, you just I live out of my- one
0: bowl. Like everything was in one bowl.
3: Yeah, mega bowl, and you could put everything <laughs> it had a in name. it. It was so awesome. I remember making these grand salads, you know, with the protein and with all kinds of goodies.
0: It was amazing. You know, I miss bowl. <laughs> all right. So whether it's it's like you with your bowl, or me with my fetishes, or these little brain fart questions, we all have these little weird attachments. I'll just end on this anecdote where I was on this road trip and I got this smoothie, and it was like sixty four ounces of glory, and it had everything in it. And what's weird is about a, a quarter of the way through it. The, I was riding with my nephew and he's looking, me. at he's like, you're, you have a strange, she's like, something's going on with that smoothie. I'm like, yeah, something's, I don't know what, it was weird by the end of the smoothie. And it took like a good three hours to finish this thing. Cause it's cold and it's huge. He's like, I, he's like, I was silent and he's like, you miss that smoothie, don't you? And I'm like, oh my God. I've developed an attachment to this food. And it's like, that's what I mean. We get these weird... I don't think i just confess this on the air. This is going to shut down the show. That I had a relationship with a smoothie. (laughs) Oh, jeez. Oh, my God. I do. I don't know... Oh, to this day, he I will never forget that smoothie. That, was that smoothie. that smoothie was everything to me. And he wanted back. Oh my back. God, we're messed up. <laughs> Dude, you with bowl and me with my smoothie and you know all these other people with their hot yeah. dogs. Anyway, thanks again for stepping inside the big inside. We'll be back again next week to lick the cream filling of real life from between the chocolate wafers of physique sports. All right, that one's gross. These closings are so bad. (laughs) If you liked what you heard, that one was really bad. If you liked what you heard, please, 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 we need your support. And there's so many ways to keep us going. For example, right now, as we said at the top of the show, why not copy the link for this episode from thebiginside.com and share it with a friend on social media? That's how we survive. You're going to help us get our audience get bigger. Um, And even better, if you love what we do or hate what we do, whatever. A huge help to us is letting us know. Leave a comment in the show notes or on our Facebook page or go to the website and drop us an email. Become a big mouth. Help us find out what's going on. We do this show for you, so you guys tell us what's up. Hey, maybe just tell us what you think about hot dogs. In fact, I'd love that. If listening right now, go and leave a comment about either the hot dog question, is it a sandwich, or the pizza question, can it become a sandwich, or the peanut butter question, or... Do you have a strange food attachment? <laughs> Did you ever fall in love with a smoothie?
3: A new, uh, I'm developing a new hotline,
0: <laughs> Food Fetishes.
3: It. Call 1-800.
0: <laughs> Today's show is sponsored also, not sponsored by Food <laughs> by <laughs> Fetish, by Saisei Sports, who are who, – they have no food fetishes. They're straightforward. Uh, and they're the makers of the new pre-workout formula, Wrecked. I'm, I'm going to get in so much trouble, right? RECT, uh, it's a pre-workout formula that there is no – other formula on the market in all of the US of A with the same dosage of ingredients. Not a one. Literally, this is the only uh, product that has dosages at these high, high levels. In fact, they recently did a challenge seeking any other product out there that could compare and guess what? None did. So this is legitimately the most elite and potent formula for pre-workouts for any kind of athlete, especially if you're in the gym. Get attached to Rekt. (laughs) there i don't sound like a car salesman get attached direct you can find out more at S-A-I-S-E-I Sports.com. program has also been sponsored once again by scorpio creative a boutique design branding and marketing form if you got a small business or if you just maybe you want to start a restaurant on hot dogs a hot dog restaurant and you need a logo you need a website business card you need strategy social media you know those things but the big guys the big players out there they charge you an arm and a leg Scorpio Creative, they scale to you, set up your payments with them in easier increments than what you have to typically pay, as well as scale to your budget for your small business. So even if you're a person, just want to get your own thing started, call Scorpio Creative or look up Scorpio Creative, excuse me, at ScorpioCreative.com. The Big Inside, as we mentioned before, is independently funded, so we rely on you guys, you stunningly gorgeous people – who have strong opinions about peanut butter to keep us going. If you like what you hear on The Big Inside, please consider dropping a few bucks in our virtual bucket of love at our website, thebiginside.com. Your generosity is not only appreciated, we'll chat you up on the air. We really want to talk about you folks. Please help us out. Please uh, just, I mean, literally, a little, t- 10 bucks. You know, I'm doing a lot of work. Scott's doing it. Nick's, all these people, the researcher from the um, Physical Culture Collaborative, all these people behind this show you know help them out, help pay their bills. It'd be awesome. I mean, you're getting a little pleasure, we're getting a little something. Let's all let's all share the love. In fact, why not just hump our leg completely and become a sponsor of the Big Inside? Info's on the website, thebiginside.com. We love selling your stuff and karma is real. Now, time to start the Little Insider. As you know, we end each episode of the Big Inside with the Little Insider. We take a little something that we have personally enriched ourselves in the Previous week, and we recommended to you guys to have a look at to try it out in the upcoming week. Um, What's yours, Scott? What do you got? I guess
3: what I'm working on right now is uh, creating space in my joints. (laughs) It's a little more complicated, but uh, it's, I mean, I guess what the big thing is is um, a lot of people understand that. Like you can do like deadlifts and squats and bench press the gym. And that might give you pecs or whatever, uh wheels or whatever you want to call it. But if we can't open up the tissue, then like the, the organs can't be healthy that you know, for those meridians that run through those muscle groups. So later in life, I was talking to my dad, my grandfather had passed from kidney issues, and I remember he could barely even squat because those muscle groups were so tight in his lateral hamstrings, his pectineus his quads, his middle hamstring, and then it, it contributed to this issue, you know? And so like my, my, my awareness has been really about like continuing to open up my tissue and obviously I, why lifting, but also being like re reopening and nourishing it. So then I'm taking care of those organs too. And it's not just about like, Oh, like I have huge hamstrings now, you know? Um, it's a different awareness, but I'm really, it's, it's really like, uh, I know it's coming too. I'm excited. Good. You
0: know? I'm glad. That's awesome. Yeah. Mine's mine is I'm doing this week my recommendation is an anti-recommendation. My I'm going to recommend <laughs> that people don't use bullet journals. Now, a bullet journal is a management tool and it's 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 the new trendy thing, right? Now, I love management and productivity tools, but the problem is I like the tools more than I think they actually freaking help me. Like I I don't need much. A calendar, you know, and then I'm all set. So, uh, you know, getting organized and stuff I heard of this thing bullet journals, and I got all kinds of excited. It's like you use these symbols, and you do it by hands. Like, and then I was looking, at am like, this is this is just a bunch of work. It's like homework for my work. And so, if you hear about this fad of bullet journals, just don't. I'm I'm saying, to hell with it. Whatever you're doing to get organized, make a list. Don't do the bullet journal. So I'm I'm actually doing a neg. <laughs> my little insider is a neg one this week, but uh, no bullet journals. It's a fad. Where did you hear about bullet journals? I haven't heard about that. It's it's It'll hit you. It's like it's big in business right now, and it's actually talking to a client. He's like, well, I've been keeping a bullet journal, and everything is great. So I look up – I Google bullet journal. I Google it. You'll find out. It, I was like – I got all excited because I'm like, this sounds like a great system. And then the more I thought about it, I'm like, this is just making lists. This, this is this, silly.
3: This system sounds
0: loaded. Yes, it's very loaded. <laughs> very loaded. Hey, that that's my – Wanna make your life better this week, don't start a bullet journal. (laughs) Anyway, all right. (laughs) today's show was produced by the Physiculture Collaborative who actually think that all sandwiches are forms of hot dogs all of them. Music in today's episode was all Creative Commons licensed and provided by OC45 A Guy Named Guy, Yale, Massachusetts and Scott Buckley. Please check out all these genius artists online at places like Bandcamp and SoundCloud and YouTube and the like. Their work is not only incredible, they're also friends of mine. That's your workout for your ears this week. I am Christian Mady aka XN for The Big Inside. Remind you that no matter what you do on your outside, what makes it big is what's found on the inside. Thanks for listening and we'll talk to you later.